Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Sincerely Sharice, a podcast, or shall I say a platform, centered around wellness, self-care, personal development, creating a positive mindset, and growth. I'm your host, Sharice Marshallek, author of I Am and I Will, the A to Z of positive affirmations and call to actions. I am so blessed and fortunate to have you with me today and aim to kickstart your week off in the best possible way. Catch me every Monday for your weekly dose of positivity. How are you feeling today? Please tell me that you are feeling jubilant, vivacious, energetic, and ready to go. If not, it's time to activate that energy. Let's activate that energy. Please do not be shy. I welcome you to share how you're feeling with me. So feel free to DM me on Instagram at Sincerely Sharice. Tweet me over on Twitter at Sharice Tweets or email me via info at sharicemarshallek.com. All of the relevant contact information can be found in the show's description. And as I always say, if you know me personally, feel free to call, text, FaceTime, voice note, or spend some cute time with me so we can get in our feels together. Last week, I hinted at this week's episode, and there is no better time than the present to dive right into being your authentic self, especially when it relates to the season you're currently in. If you missed last week's episode, understanding the season you're in, it's all good. You don't have to worry. I've got you covered. Feel free to pause me right now and head over to the Sincerely Cherise podcast playlist wherever you stream the show from. Get up to date and then join me right back here. Or if you're a little bit rebellious like yours truly, Cherise Marshallek, you'll pretend that I didn't say that and continue listening to this episode anyway. The amazing thing about majority of this year's episodes is they're non-linear, which means that you don't miss out if you tune in randomly, unless I stay otherwise, which you'll definitely know. However, there is a sequence that we aim to abide by to make the information we share relevant and relatable as they correlate to one another. Which really means that you should tune in to each episode because they're worthy of the listen and are helpful in more ways than one. Either way, I want to thank you for joining me today. If you're new here, welcome. If you're an avid Sincerely Sharice listener, welcome back. Here's an idea. As you listen and become motivated, inspired, or you pick up a few useful gems, feel free to hit the share button and spread the knowledge with a loved one, colleague, neighbor, or someone you believe would benefit from tuning into the show. Sincerely Cherise is a wellness platform that helps you to love and understand yourself from the inside out. And the more people who love themselves from the inside out, the better. Please help me to share love all while helping the community to grow bigger and better. Remember I told you last week that I'm embarking on a winning season. I want you to win with me. So let's win together. A simple way to win in any season that you're in is to be authentically yourself. Throughout today's episode, I'll give you some tips on how to be authentically you. I'll also be including some personal testimonies where applicable to help you understand the concept of authenticity and also to share that I practice what I preach. I think it's so important that anything that I'm sharing with you, you understand that I have lived through, I'm interested in, or I'm willing to do the groundwork with you. 
Also, it's important to note that being your authentic self can be challenging at times and is honestly a lifelong journey filled with unique experiences that help to mold you into the best version of yourself. To further help you, we have released another workbook. We've released another workbook. It is the Authentically Me workbook over on sharicemarshleck.com forward slash Sincerely Sharice. Please feel free to download it. It is free, complimentary, zero dollars. Alternatively, feel free to follow along with your pen and paper, journal or note-taking device. Whatever's available to you will work just as good. So let's get started. When you hear the word authentic, what comes to mind? For me, when I hear the word authentic, I think of food, authentic cuisines specific to a region or a country, namely Indian food, which seems to be one of my favorite cuisines. Throughout the years, I haven't been able to shake it. I have an affinity towards Indian food. There's nothing better than when I find a truly authentic Indian restaurant that uses the best and most qualitative spices and ingredients. Restaurants that don't skimp or stray away from the recipes that are native to them, which makes their food true and original. The easiest way for me to express authenticity is relating it to food, because I am sure that we have each experienced a restaurant or food that was labelled as authentic, only to find when we try it that it's the total opposite of authentic. We call bluff, we generally label those restaurants as fake, false, fraudulent, and are plagued with disappointment. We may even share our disdain via a Yelp review, or we get to type in in the group chat, warning our loved ones to proceed with caution. Can you think of at least one thing that you've experienced lately that you'd consider to be inauthentic? What made it inauthentic? How did you come to that realization or conclusion? And how did it make you feel? The true definition of authenticity is something or someone of undisputed origin. Moreover, something or someone that is genuine, bona fide, and trustworthy. Humor me. Think about a person or people you believe are as authentic as they come. Who are they? What makes them authentic? What are their strongest characteristics or personality traits? If you know the person personally, feel free to take a few seconds to let them know that you appreciate them for their authenticity. Send them a text, call them, FaceTime them or voice note them to show them some appreciation. Please do not hesitate. Take care of that right now. What is the point of procrastinating? Time waits for no one. So without further ado, I am going to take this time to shout out my aunt Amanda. She is one of the boldest, unapologetic, brutally honest and true to self people that I know. Her candor makes it impossible to be fake or contrived around her. She encourages those that she allows into her life to be honest with themselves, truthful and authentic every step of the way. That's her standard and I'm here for it. She reminds me of the best parts of myself that I may have buried or forgotten about. And let me be clear in stating that being authentic in today's society is like walking down the road less traveled. So thank you so very much, Amanda, for being who you are to me and to the people around you, for being truthful, for being honest, for being bold, courageous and brave in everything that you do. I appreciate you. 
your loved ones appreciate you and everyone that you've impacted so positively. So thank you so very much for investing and dedicating your time to that discipline of authenticity in you. There are many benefits to being authentically who you are. It's also said that success follows those who are authentically themselves. And I tend to agree with this notion, especially coupled with living through your purpose, knowing and understanding your why and not holding back who you are. And I'll emphasize who you truly are. In her book, Manifest, Roxy Nafusi wrote, we are unstoppably magnetic when we are unapologetically ourselves. She continued to state that we are taught to look for external validation and associate our sense of self-worth with the opinions and judgments of others. It is through this process that we develop our people-pleasing tendencies, which become the enemy of authenticity. To begin the journey of discovering our most authentic selves, we must first gain awareness. So, how self-aware are you? I'll give you an example. I can be talkative. I also get very excited when I'm indulging in a deeply engaging conversation. In those moments, I often have to restrain myself to give the other people or person a chance to speak and express themselves. I pay attention to social cues and also I fight the urge to dominate the conversation, which encourages mutual transparency and the mutual sharing of thoughts. If I weren't self-aware in those moments, I would for sure talk people's ears off much more than I already do. I'd actually like to take this time to thank my loved ones. Honestly, I don't know how you do it, but I appreciate you for being patient and honoring my need for stimulating conversations. A large part of being authentic is being honest. Honest with yourself overall. Loving and understanding yourself from the inside out. Learning your likes, dislikes, strengths, areas of development, as well as areas of opportunity. We've done this before in a previous episode, but in your workbook, take some time to identify at least three of your strengths, likes, dislikes, and areas of development or areas of opportunity. Here's the thing about life. We learn a fair share of things from other people. You may have inherited traditions, cultural customs, principles, morals, values, belief systems, and even religious beliefs from others, which shape who you are. But as you evolve, mature and become wiser, you may begin to identify what does and doesn't align with you. You're then faced with a few choices. Do you operate as is, even if the as is model doesn't best serve you? Do you create a new norm and change the narrative? Do you remix the original soundtrack of your life and create somewhat of a hybrid soundtrack that takes from cultural customs or some of the principles and beliefs you've inherited and merge them with new traditions that you aim to live by? The choice or choices you make are exclusively yours. Remember what Roxy Nafusi mentioned and how I translate it is, people-pleasing is the enemy of your authenticity. I am 100% sure on that. Have you ever had a time when you were doing something that you didn't enjoy, but you did it because you didn't want to let someone else down, but it came at a great expense for you? Write that thing down and write a paragraph about how it made you feel. Take some time to explore your thoughts when it concerns being a people pleaser. What does that look like for you? I'll be honest, 
I am far from a people pleaser. That's something that I can't and will not commit to. I'll label myself as helpful way before I call myself a people pleaser. I also find myself saying no way more than I'd ever say yes. Or I'd make statements like, I'll see what I can do, or maybe even, hmm, can I get back to you? Now, I didn't just arrive at this form of blunt boldness. It took me a few years, back in my late teens, early 20s, to discern that saying yes all the time didn't serve me well. Actually, being extremely burnt out influenced me to release my daily habits of being a people pleaser. I was working a full-time job upwards of 60 hours a week, going to college full-time and doing my best to be the best daughter, sister and loved one that I could be. I was trying to be superwoman and yes, I wanted to wear a cape too. I'd yes everyone to death and actually fulfill all what was required and expected of me. But I was exhausted. I wasn't eating well and I realized how unhappy I was. It was my brutally honest Aunt Amanda who called me one day to see how I was doing and I blurted out, I'm so busy or something to that effect. And she replied, we're all busy. That is no excuse to not make an effort. Even though I was exhausted beyond belief, there was so much truth in her statement. And from that day forward, I learned to evaluate my priorities, which I'd encourage you to also do. A core part of being authentically you is identifying what means the most to you. What do you value the most? To make answering this a little easier, I have added a few categories in the workbook to help you identify your values. Some categories that can help you further understand your values are business and career, family and relationships, finance and money, food and nutrition, health and wellness, intellectual and personal development, physical fitness, self-care, social, recreational or acts of service, as well as spiritual and inner growth. By defining your core values, it will be easy to create lasting principles for yourself. Knowing your principles allows you also to create disciplines that cater to your personal life and or lifestyle. Principles work as blueprints to your life. By definition, principles are basic ideas or rules that guide you through your decision-making process or processes. When you've identified your priorities and or your core values based on those categories, take some time out to write down 10 principles that you live by. Here's an example of some of the principles that I live by. And if you tuned into the self-discipline episode, you'll be familiar with them. If not, here they are. Creating my own path. Challenging myself and others wherever applicable. Following my intuition and not ignoring it. Having faith. Eating healthfully. Investing in introspection and being an advocate of introspection. Thinking about the bigger picture. Applying myself to learning and not just becoming knowledgeable, but having true knowing through personal experiences. Loving myself, because if I don't love myself, who will love me the way that I desire to be loved? And remaining honest, or in this case, authentic, genuine, bona fide and trustworthy. I personally believe that being authentic is less about what people think of you and more about what you think about yourself. And in fact, I'll go as far as saying that being authentically you is a form of honoring yourself. Take a few minutes to write down as much of the ways that you honor yourself as possible. What does that look like for you? 
How do you stay true to yourself? What does being authentically you look like? And how does being authentically you feel? And if you haven't already got there in your life, visualize how you want it to feel when you are authentically you. What does that feeling feel like? There is no one-size-fits-all approach to being authentically you. However, the more you know about yourself, void of the opinions of others, the absolute better. Which is why this year at Sincerely Charisse, we've hit the ground running. Starting with resetting and reflecting, harnessing your desires through self-belief, goal setting, time management, self-discipline, creating boundaries, and understanding the season you're in. And that's just this year. Remember what I was saying about the lovely sequence we aim to create here at Sincerely Charisse? A part of our mission is to create simplistic approaches to topics that are taboo or are complex in nature. We want you to win. This is your winning season also. Let's go. Let's get it. We're helping you to form a strong and solid inner core that will assist you not just in this season, but any that you're in. Once you know who you are and what you stand for, it makes being authentically you so much easier and even enjoyable. Lean on your morals, principles, values and personal beliefs. Identify them in your workbook and beside each, highlight whether they are new, inherited or inspired by someone else. I cannot stress it enough that it is important that you're honest with yourself during this exercise and going forward within your life also. Honesty is the best policy and will get you far in life. We hear idioms such as the truth shall set you free and I am a firm believer in that concept. When we're honest with ourselves, we're able to be honest with others. Honesty and truth are freeing and to be free is to liberate yourself from anything that can hold you back or stunt your personal development and growth. We all deserve to be honest and receive honesty in return. We often hear that the truth hurts, but guess what? As I said previously, the truth sets us free. Sometimes we have to experience pain and hurt to grow through life and benefit from the lessons that pain and hurt present us. We are blessed to be strong enough to welcome the truth and even better our truth. The more honesty we allow into our lives, the freer we become. We shouldn't live behind masks and facades. We should live openly and through honesty. Think back to a time when someone was dishonest with you. How did that make you feel? How did you address their dishonesty? Or did you internalize it and not express how you felt? Listen, I was told a white lie recently and I was offended. I personally believe that all lies are of the same magnitude. I don't believe in the concept of white lies. They are the gateway to bigger and more illustrious lies, in my own opinion. I think that is brave and courageous to be a person of honor and integrity. And so therefore, telling the truth is also a noble thing to do. Being true to yourself is even more powerful. The truth is, no matter how much you aim to please others and do right by them, they'll always have something to complain about. I heard an artist say that they do things their way because at least they can say they enjoyed themselves in the process because no matter what, people are going to have something to say. This is absolutely true because growing up, I used to wear the most eclectic and vibrant outfits. 
I loved them. One day, a family member looked me up and down, I mean, like from head to toe, in slow motion, and asked me what I was wearing. But not in an endearing way, more disgust and embarrassment. I didn't answer them because the outfit spoke for itself. I didn't need to tell them what I was wearing. They could see it. I also didn't care for their opinion, so I ignored them. Another day, I had on a slightly muted outfit and they questioned that choice also, asking why I was so toned down. It was that day when I realized being myself was my secret power. As I've matured, I've come to learn and realize that a lot of people's opinions and decision-making processes are fueled by fear and limited beliefs, which means that if people aren't doing the self-work that you're currently doing, they aren't qualified to pass judgment on you. And most honestly, they shouldn't be passing judgment on you either way because they aren't the boss of you and your life. You are. We can only control ourselves and the choices that we make for ourselves. We are not best placed to dictate the lives of other people. What works for you may not work for me and vice versa. And that's the true beauty of life. We are all so very unique and come with our own stories, experiences and testimonies. So please take a few minutes to jot down some of the fears and limiting beliefs otherwise known as restrictions that you place on yourself when it relates to your personal progress. There's also space in your workbook for this, so go ahead and jot them down. Here's the truth about being authentically you simplified. Learn who you are at your core. Identify your likes, dislikes, strengths, and areas of development or opportunity. Address your fears and limiting beliefs and learn how to overcome them establishing your own morals, values, principles, and belief systems. Create boundaries, healthy boundaries that will support your core beliefs and principles and be steadfast in them. In other words, live through the boundaries you create. Become self-aware. Be honest with yourself and others and make this a daily practice. Quick note, being honest doesn't mean being rude, which is what many people's apprehension to being truthful is. You can be loving, kind, and meek, all while being honest and truthful. As honest as you are becoming, please require honesty in return. There is nothing wrong with declaring your need for honesty. I do this all the time. It's disarming and allows the people that you surround yourself with the opportunity to be honest with and around you. This also encourages them to be their true self also. Stray away from being a people pleaser. Learn how to prioritize your own needs and desires. Tap into your intuition and live through your purpose. Head over to the Sincerely Cherise podcast playlist for a more detailed example of how you can be more intuitive and live through your purpose. And lastly, affirm your authenticity, create affirmations with very specific call to actions which encourages you to be the best version of yourself at all times. Say it with me. I am so happy and grateful that I am authentically me and I will celebrate my uniqueness today and every day that follows, irrelative of who doesn't approve. I will learn to love myself more and honor who I want to become in order to arrive as the best version of myself. Share this episode with at least three people. By doing that, you'll be inspiring them to be the best version of themselves and helping them to love and understand themselves from the inside out. 
If you need a little help affirming or maybe you love the affirmation in this episode, don't hesitate to grab a copy of I Am and I Will, the A to Z of positive affirmations and call to actions. Join me on Instagram at Sincerely Sharice or over on Twitter at Sharice Tweets. I'd love to say hi and engage a little. Don't be shy to take a screenshot of this episode or tag me in a picture of your journal sessions using the workbook, which are available to download via sharicemarshleck.com forward slash Sincerely Sharice. Please rate and review the Sincerely Sharice podcast. This is so helpful and would mean so much to my team and I. It only takes a few seconds. If you'd like to share your affirmations with the Sincerely Sharice team and I, feel free to head over to sharicemarshleck.com forward slash affirm it to submit your affirmations. Feel free to subscribe to my YouTube channel to get some behind the scenes wellness inspiration. Simply type in Sincerely Sharice or youtube.com forward slash at Sincerely Sharice. Additionally, head over to my blog for some provocative topics, personal journal entries, and so much more via sharicemarshlake.com forward slash URblog. As always, thank you so much for tuning in and kickstarting your week with me. Until next Monday, have an amazing and blessed week. Sincerely, Sharice. Ciao.